Blog Talk Radio. Mother's Day this Sunday in May. We should take a moment to wish all the mothers and all the Mr. Moms out there a happy Mother's Day. It's a special day for so many of us. A lot of beautiful memories for those of us who no longer have our moms. And for those of you who do, you're awfully fortunate, so lucky, and hopefully you all enjoyed each other's company greatly today. We're talking to you about something that's a very powerful topic in my mind because it's something that I've had to live through in, in my life number of years ago. We're talking about overcoming Lyme disease. We talked a lot about COVID-19. It was time to shift, shift gears a little bit. This is a very serious problem. It's a, it's a growing problem. It's also a contagious problem in many respects. It's, it's an infectious disease issue. The World Health Organization recently reported that infectious disease killed 70 million people per year globally. That's incredible. 70 million per year. The Center for Disease Control tells us that there has been a threefold increase in the number of diseases transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. Futurists now say that by the year 2050, infectious disease will surpass heart disease and cancer is the number one killer. The Center for Disease Control also tells us that Lyme disease infects 300,000 people per year. 300,000 per year. Only 30,000 are reported. So think about this. 25,000 people per month in, in this country diagnosed with Lyme disease, contract Lyme disease, I should say. 25,000 per month, 822 per day. 822 Americans every day contract Lyme disease. Some, some recent studies now indicate that Lyme disease cases will increase by 40-fold over the next three decades. So this is a growing problem. It's a very serious issue. You need to, you need to tune into it. You know, there are solutions that are super important to know about. In the mid-summer of 1975, a number of mothers from within and around the Lyme, Connecticut area were just beginning to report unusual symptoms with their children, including skin, skin rashes, throbbing migraine headaches, swollen, stiff, painful joints. It wasn't until 1981 that Dr. Wally Bergdefer, a researcher at the National Health Institute of Health, discovered a thin spiral bacteria known as a spirochete immersed in the flu of the deer tick. He later, proved, he, he later proved that this new bacteria was to blame not just for the growing arthritis problem in Connecticut, but for an entirely new element called Lyme disease. The disease actually was coined after his name, Borrelia burgdorferi. Name for its discoverer was found in hack humans in a number of ways, including interstitially causing facial paralysis, stiffness, swelling of the neck and joints, meningitis, encephalitis, cardiac problems, including ventricular blockage or heart block, myopericarditis, cardiomegaly, very serious heart issues. In fact, I often wonder to myself, the number one killer is heart disease. How many people are suffering from heart disease because of Lyme disease? I'm sure there's quite a few, quite a few people 
Because the disease attacks the body's central nervous system, additional symptoms include acute headaches, general fatigue, fever, moodiness, depression, because it's neurologically directed. It actually mimics Parkinson's and there's something called Parkinsonian Lyme. So many people are diagnosed with Parkinson's disease who actually have Lyme disease. Alzheimer's, MS, dementia, ALS. In fact, there's 150 diseases and conditions that are mimicked by Lyme disease. 150 diseases and conditions. I believe the nature of Lyme disease is profoundly powerful due to its genetic modification. It is, in essence, a germ warfare, weapon, weapons-grade infection of sorts. Recent Russian cryofluorescence studies suggest that many forms of Lyme disease possess pleomorphic potential. That means that the, the cell changes can take place radically. So it can change its personality, if you will. It can change its makeup radically. Recent studies have validated that Lyme disease has the potential to antagonize dopamine receptors in such a way as to increase dopamine resistance in the brain, once again. Mimicking Parkinson's disease, mimicking Alzheimer's, mimicking dementia, mimicking ALS, and many neurodegenerative conditions. The truth of the matter is we're talking about something that was initiated many years ago as part of a germ warfare experiment. The technique's a perfect germ vector, which is why it's been long used in germ weaponry. Nazi Germany, former Japanese Empire, Soviet Union, and the, yes, here in the United States as well. The reason for that is the tick is drawn into to the mammal skin by sensing exhaled carbon dioxide, then secretes saliva and attaches it to the host, making it virtually impossible to separate. By the end of World War II, the United States and the Soviet Union competed for the recruitment of German scientists for post-war strategies. There were over 1,100 German scientists that the Russians and the Americans were, were competing for. They wanted to employ them, of course, militarily. Among those those German scientists, Nazi scientists, let's, let's call it what it is, among those Nazi scientists. In fact, does that strike anybody as being peculiar? The fact that we we actually allowed Nazi scientists to come to this country to work for our government, that's, just, that's a bad look, I believe. Among those scientists was a virologist named Eric Traub, who was believed to be the germ weapons expert that developed Lyme disease at Plum Island. He was working for the government on Plum Island developing Lyme disease. They were going to drop ticks that were infected over the Soviet Union at that time. Of course, what ended up happening is seagulls got a hold of the ticks. The laboratory was supposed to be airtight. Instead, they were gaping holes in the rooftops for air currency allowed insects and birds to pass freely by. And again, insects were picked up by infected insects. Infected ticks were picked up by seagulls dropped in the mainland. Lyme, Connecticut was the first, first town that actually reported symptoms, as we said earlier. In the midsummer of 1975, a number of mothers within and around the Lyme, Connecticut area were beginning to report unusual symptoms of their children. That's, that's believed to be the, the connection. Internal government documents indicate that the infected ticks made contact with mice deer, over 100 species of wild, wild birds. In all, Traub treated over 200,000 hard and soft ticks, multiple species. 
This is why the disease is so difficult to study. You're dealing with some remarkable science here, some twisted science, if you will. We're talking about ticks have the capacity to have as many as 92 infectious elements in one tick. 92 infectious elements per tick. The average is 19, by the way. Many people who are infected by Lyme disease don't even know it. Part of the problem. Fewer than 50% of them infected are even aware of a tick bite. Fewer than 50% are aware of the rash. Get the rash. Common Eliza blood test, and this is 35 to 50% of the culture proof. The most reliable lab test performed by a lab called Hygienix. I-G-E-N-I-X. But it's very difficult to pinpoint. So many people have Lyme disease that don't know they have Lyme disease. And that's the mysterious part of this whole process. So many people are infected with it. It's completely clueless about the fact. It's so hard to prove it. It's so hard to, to, to validate it through, through blood testing. Many of the blood tests are just completely erratic, completely fail. Their, their fail-safe is not good. So fewer than 50% infected are aware that they even had a bite. The rash, 26%. Fewer than 50% are aware of the fact that their blood tests are irrelevant. Thirty-two percent of those with Lyme disease suffer from a type of Lyme called babesiosis. Twenty-eight percent suffer from Bartonella. Fifty percent suffer from ehrlichiosis. Five percent suffer from anaplasmosis and 1% suffer from tularam. There are three progressive stages that Lyme goes through. Obviously, there's progressively worse as they increase. We're talking about 80 countries that report Lyme disease right now in the world, including Asia, Europe, South America, Australia, New Zealand. It's making its way all across the world. There's no question about it. There are 14 principal states where Lyme disease is in this country at an emergency level, Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, and Wisconsin. It's pretty incredible. It's a very serious problem. Like I said, there are 300,000 new cases every year. It's just remarkable. Causing hell on earth. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with you more about overcoming Lyme disease. Stay tuned. Be right back. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781 817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. 
The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Welcome back. We hope you're enjoying a lovely Mother's Day wherever you are. Hopefully you're with the people you love and you're enjoying your weekend in a positive way. Things are starting to move as far as are changing through this COVID-19 stress. Things are progressing gradually, slowly, but steadily. They're moving in a more positive direction every day. So hopefully you're enjoying your Sunday in a stress-free manner with the people you love. We're talking to you tonight about overcoming Lyme disease. Again, the World Health Organization recently said that infectious disease is killing 70 million people per year, 70 million per year. And the Center for Disease Control tells us there's been a threefold increase in the number of diseases transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. Any experts are now saying that by 2050, infectious disease will surpass heart disease and cancer as the number one killer. That in and of itself is astounding. Lyme disease, we're talking about 300,000 people per year getting infected. There's only 30,000 that are recorded. 270,000 people don't even know they have Lyme disease. Of the, of the 300,000 that are, that are infected, of the 300,000 that contract Lyme disease, 270,000 don't even know they have it. We're talking about 25,000 people per month and 822 people per day. And again, Lyme disease is expected to increase 40-fold, 40-fold over the next three decades. So chances are better than good if you're within an earshot of this program. Either you or somebody you know or love is suffering from Lyme disease. And if not, it won't be long. It's unfortunate to say that, but it is true. It's spread quite mightily since 1975 when those first cases were reported. We've got to change our strategic approach, our our wisdom, our awareness of Lyme disease, both as a culture and as our medical establishment as well. I know many of you are frustrated. You've been to your family doctors who don't even know what Lyme disease is, don't acknowledge it. I mean, I just read a report not too many months back. 33% of the American Medical Association, 33, it's one-third of all medical doctors don't even believe in Lyme disease. Don't ascribe to it. Don't 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 want to talk about it. Don't don't believe in it. How can you not believe in it? It's incredible. We've got all the evidence clearly matched up here. There's no question that some people have managed to display titers in their blood work. How can you have a disease that actually displays itself, makes itself known through blood testing? And again, that's even difficult. But again, fifty percent. Never get the rash, never get those 
telltale initial symptoms. In ELISA blood test, this is 35 to 50% of culture proof. And that's the predominant blood test that most of your family doctors are using, 35 to 50% inaccurate, missing culture proof entirely. 35 to 50%, that's crazy. The most reliable blood test is the ELISA test, and most family doctors are just simply not using it. It's too specialized, and you're, you're, you're getting generic health care, of course, as you know. And you're talking about a condition that actually is very serious. It's often referred to as the great imitator, as I said earlier. It's been found to mimic the symptoms of fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, multiple sclerosis, ALS, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. I read that there's 150 different conditions and diseases that are mimicked by the great imitator, Lyme disease. But I did read one expert recently who estimated that there are 350 diseases that Lyme mimics, including lupus, autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, thyroid disease, psychiatric disorders, and on and on and on. So we're talking about something that is destroying the quality of life in this, in this world of ours. And we we do have plenty that we can do about it. So this isn't, this isn't all a bad story. There's a feel-good side of the story as well. We're going to actually share a lot of that with you. There's, there's a number of different incredible products. I mean, I, I, I had Lyme in my, in my own situation. I had Lyme myself. Suffered for four and a half years with it. And I treated myself successfully. And there's many patients that I work with on a routine basis. I've had great success with it as well, with them. So there's some, some truly remarkable products that you can gain access to and you can actually have remarkable success with in overcoming Lyme disease. But we're talking about hellish situation, lingering episodes of restless sleep, pain, aching joints, sore muscles, pain and swelling in the knees, shoulders, elbows, mostly uh, most of the other large joints, increased memory and ability to concentrate. It's, it's horrible, absolutely horrible. So when we're talking about Lyme disease, we're talking about something that is highly infectious, highly inflammatory. And people do die from Lyme disease. And that's the other thing we don't talk much about. I have one friend that died of Lyme disease. But people do expire from the dilemma that is, that we know, that is known as Lyme disease. It's, it's, thank God it's not prevalent that it happens. But it certainly does shut down people's lives pretty radically. There's a number of tick species that are Lyme carriers. One we typically hear about is the deer tick. Another is the Lone Star. There's Tixodes, Tissificus, Spymani, Myotioni. So there's more than one tick at work here. These are the most common co-infections because there are co-infections that are that happened with Lyme. So Lyme does not, does not happen just by itself. It has co-infections that manifest with it. 
The most common co-infections are Babesia, 32%, Bartonella, 28%, Ehrlichia, 15%, Mycoplasma, 15%, Rocky Mountain Spot and Fever, 6%, Anaplasma, 5%, Tularemia, 1%. So there's co-infections that you have to contend with as well. As we said earlier, the average, the average tick, the average tick that's infected has 19 infectious agents. There are some ticks that can have as many as 92 infectious agents, 92. In addition, people with Lyme disease often suffer from Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, polysystemic chronic candidosis, so viral infections that are chronic, yeast infections. These microbes are stealth. They have highly evolved defense systems very self-protective. Viruses coat themselves in lipid barriers like we've talked about with COVID-19. COVID-19 is a virus that actually shields itself. It ensconces itself in a layer of fat as a shield. It wraps itself up in a cocoon of fat to protect itself from your immune system. Not unusual for bacteria to do the same thing. Bacteria, like like the spirochete, wrap themselves up in protective biofilms, which are cystic forms of protein. So where the viruses wrap themselves up in fat, the spirochete Lyme bacteria wraps themselves up in shielded protein, cystic forms of protein that are called biofilms and shield the spirochete from your immune system. So it's really important that you understand that they have highly evolved defense systems. They're not going to go down easy. That's why so many people who are fighting Lyme disease, fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. There's some experts who theoretically suggest that you can never get rid of it. You can break the numbers down. You can diminish the population, and as you do, as you develop more more advanced immunity on your own behalf, you can neutralize the presence of the symptoms that you're always subject to a return, a rebound of Lyme disease. I don't necessarily believe that, but many experts do believe that to be true. So much of Lyme disease is shrouded in mystery. That's part of the problem because there's no one strategy that Lyme engages. So many multi-strategies, so many aspects, so many angles to it, so many different confusing perspectives. We don't, we don't even fully know about everything about Lyme disease. We're learning as we go along. But again, these are germs, these are, these are weapons-grade germs, folks. These are weapons-grade germs. These were developed, these, these infectious agents were developed by Nazi war criminals who were employed by the United States government to work on our behalf so they could help us develop something that actually backfired on us. It's, it's just a horrible story. But they are stealth. They have highly evolved defense systems. So we're going to fight them ably, we need to engage 
everything in our power to neutralize. The other thing is when you do engage anti-infectious agents, natural anti-infectious agents, to protect ourselves, we often develop what's called Herxheimer's withdrawal effect. So they become the the infectious agents, the spirochetes, the co-infections, the viruses, the yeasts, become so embedded in our systems that to kill them and to antagonize them and to oppose them is to also create tension chemically in our body so that when they are attacked, when they're properly attacked by aggressive natural supplements, for example, they release toxins. So one of the first things they do when, when they're dying off is they release poison, they release toxins from their, from their system to your system. So you got to make sure your lymphatic system is able and working properly. Just to kill poison, poison to kill these, these infectious agents, they're going to release toxins or poison in your body. So to have your immune system fully active, your liver fully active, your intestines fully active, not to be constipated, not to be lymphatically blocked, is an important point. It's extremely important. Because to kill them, they're going to release toxins that you have to be able to, to clear your system from. That's why I think it's really important to think in terms of using things that cleanse the lymphatic system. Get 600 lymphatic filters in your body, 600 thoracic filters. It filtered germs, bacteria, viruses, endotoxins, cytotoxins, pollens, allergens, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So anything that's poisonous that doesn't really belong in your body that your body's trying to get rid of, it has to it has to be filtered by the lymph system to keep the poisons out of the bloodstream. The body's trying desperately to keep the blood clear from infectious agents. That's that's extremely important because infectious agents hit a blood level. You're going to be very symptomatic, to say the least. So to keep the infected area, the, keep the infection presence, I should say, out of the blood is extremely important. To do that, you need a strong lymphatic system. To have a strong and able lymphatic system, you have to have a good diet, a sugar-free diet, an alcohol-free diet, a fermentation-free diet. So it's important to avoid fermented foods such as nuts, seeds, aged cheeses, tempeh, tamari, shoyu, soy sauce, teriyaki sauce, blue cheese, melon, kimchi, kombucha, sauerkraut. You basically want to keep your protein lean. You want to keep your low-starch vegetable content high. You want to keep your pH elevated, your potential hydrogen, your alkalinity, if you will. The higher your alkalinity, the more oxygenated your blood. The more oxygenated your blood, the more mobile it's going to be to rid itself of these poisons. And that's extremely important. So diet's an important part of the equation. And it's important also to make sure that you're, you're consistent with your diet. Consistency means as long as you're fighting the fight and trying to get ahead of the line problem, you have to devote at least three or four months consistency dietarily to keep your body 
able at a detoxification level. You want to be careful about grain products too. I think it's it's pretty widely known that grain products, especially wheat, everybody knows that gluten is a problem. But it's my contention when you're dealing with cystic forms of Lyme disease, that you got to be really careful about grain products in general, oatmeal, brown rice, grains in general. And I think the idea is that poultry, fish, and beans, and if you're not allergic to soy, tofu, and low-starch vegetables, protein and vegetables, that's the way you kill the stuff. That's the, way, that's the way you starve it out, and that's the way you actually assist your body in the detoxification mode as well. Extremely important. And then there's some great natural medicines that are just incredible. There's one brand in particular that I found called Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-N-E-B-I-X. Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-N-E-B-I-X. Truly a cut above. It's truly a cut above. It's, it's, a, it's a functional, natural series of tinctures that are very good anti-Lyme, anti-spirochete tinctures that work extremely well. They're antimicrobials, and they're extremely effective and efficient at what they do. And as I said earlier, they're, they're good at co-infection, Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, PCC, they handle all those. They, they handle a the complete workload. That's Nutramedics. We can talk more about those specific medicines they have when we come back from this break. We're going to take a short little break. My name is Mark Mincole. You're listening to the Natural Health Show. Heard only here on Block Talk Radio. We're talking to you tonight about overcoming Lyme disease. An important topic. We have a lot more to cover. Stay tuned. Favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781 817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. 
Happy Mother's Day, folks. Hope you're enjoying your evening. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. Spring is trying to happen, so it's just a matter of time before we hit those radiantly warm, sunny spring days. So hang in there in the Northeast. We're talking tonight about overcoming Lyme disease, an important topic. Again, the World Health Organization tells us that infectious disease kills 70 million people per year. And the CDC, Center for Disease Control, tells us that there has been a threefold increase in the number of diseases transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. So we're talking about 300,000 people per year. 300, this day, up in a million Americans every three years. A million Americans every three years are being diagnosed or actually contracting Lyme disease. Is a better way to put it. 25,000 a month, 822 per day. It's incredible expected to increase by 40-fold over the next three decades. Again, before we go on, I just want to reiterate how this happened, because this is a horrible condition, and and so many people are just not really aware of how this all happened. Nearing the end of World War II, the United States and Soviet Union competed for recruitment of German scientists for post-war military strategies. Under a top-secret program codenamed Project Paperclip, the United States contracted thousands of Nazi scientists, among them a virologist named Eric Traub, who believes to be German's chief germ weapons expert. And he was given a post to do American research at Plum Island. Research testing was supposed to be held in airtight laboratory rooms. Instead, there were gaping holes in the rooftops, as has been reported where air currency allowed insects and birds to pass freely. Internal government documents indicate the infected ticks made contact with mice, deer, and over 140 species of wild birds. In all, Traub treated over 200,000 hard and soft ticks of multiple species. So you wonder why this is so difficult to fight. It was designed to be difficult to fight. Exactly what it was designed to do. Being in a stealth agent of disease. Precisely what it was designed to do. So, meanwhile, we've got doctors nowadays, as I mentioned earlier, 33% of the American Medical Association doesn't even acknowledge Lyme disease exists, doesn't want to hear about it, doesn't want to talk about it, doesn't believe in it. So, we've got something that was developed by Nazi scientists that's virtually impenetrable. We've got doctors who don't want to hear about it, so that leaves us in a fine position, of course, per usual. The average John Doe is always left holding the bag. Um, as we pointed out earlier, the average tick has 19 infectious agents and can have as many as 92. So... Let's talk about the primary symptoms. We didn't mention that yet. The primary symptoms are rashes, fatigue, achy, stiff, and swollen joints, like rheumatoid arthritis, if you will, headaches, dizziness, night sweats, insomnia, cognitive decline, photophobia, balance and coordination problems, heart symptoms, mood changes, goes on and on. As we said earlier, you know, there's, there's some wonderful natural medicines, 
before I go on and talk about those, I want to just reiterate a couple things about the diet. Because, again, when I work with Lyme patients, I've found there's a very important series of dietary recommendations that, are, that absolutely must be adhered to. Um, people are... Yeah, I know people who are into fermented foods just don't want to hear about this, but fermented foods produce acetic, pyruvic, lactic, carbonic acid, and ammonia. It's a precursor to inflammation of a Lyme nature. So I think I'd avoid nuts and seeds, aged cheeses, mushrooms, yeasted breads, beer, wine, champagne, vinegar, soy sauce. Miso, tempeh, tamari, shoyu, teriyaki sauce, blue cheese, melons, kimchi, kombucha, sauerkraut. So you can hear people saying, well, what are we eating? What, what can we eat? Chicken, turkey, fish, beans, low-starch vegetables, like spinach, green beans. I'll give you a whole list of vegetables. Hold on. Low-starch vegetables, arugula, asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, celery, Chinese cabbage, collards, endives, garlic, green beans, kale, leeks, lettuce, mustard green, okra, onion, parsley, scallions, sorrel, spinach, summer squash, Swiss chard, turnip, turnip green, watercress, zucchini, plenty of vegetables. As we said, too, you want to make sure to also take some protein in. Simple as proteins and recommend Chicken, cod, egg white, flounder, haddock, halibut, salmon, sardines, scallop, shrimp, salt, tuna, turkey. Beans, yazuki, anasaki, black beans, chickpeas, kidney beans, lentils, mung beans, navy northern pinto white. So beans and proteins is the way to go. And you can have salads. Just make sure you don't use vinegar. Make sure you use lemon and oil. We often recommend Annie's lemon chive or Annie's green garlic as vinegar-free dressing. I suggest also that if you're going to take a starch, if you're suffering from Lyme disease, you want to take vegetable starches as opposed to grain starches. So grain starches would be like rice, oats, wheat, millet, quinoa. I believe you're better off to take vegetable starches as opposed to grain starches. So potatoes, sweet potatoes, winter squash, carrots, etc. Now in terms of the natural medicines, there's some they point out there's some great natural medicines. To break down the biofilm, the cystic form, the cystic shield that forms around the spirochete that we talked about earlier. There's something called lumbrokinase, L U M B R O. L U M M is in Mark, B-R-O-K-I-N-A-S-E, lumbrokinase, 20 milligrams, two times a day on an empty stomach. So lumbrokinase is a protease. It literally devours the protein shield that the spirochete bacteria has wrapped themselves up in. Lumbrokinase is a great medicine, breaking those down. I also recommend that you take some lauric acid, Monolaurin, 
Monoglomerin is anti, antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, antiprotozoal. The most important, it's got lauric acid, which is an emulsifier. So again, you need to break down the shield the retrovirus, the accompanying retroviruses have. So I recommend lumbrokinase. The company that I recommend is Baluki, B-O-L-U-O-K-E, B-O-L-U-O-K-E, lumbrokinase. Lauric acid, talk about monolaurin, 600 milligrams for a day. Now I mentioned last segment, Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X. A difference-making company with making, that are making some really powerful difference-making products, incredible products. Nutramedics is easy to access on the internet. They're an extended line, an extended line of anti-Lyme and co-infection supplements, natural supplements. They're terrific. But the specific ones that I recommend, Nutramedics, Commanda, C-U-M-A-N-D-A, C-U-M-A-N-D-A, Commanda. One is called Hotunia, H-O-U-T-T-U-Y-N-I-A, H-O-U-T-T-U-Y-N-I-A. Banderol, B-A-N-D-E-R-O, Banderol. And Cemento, S-A-N-E-N-T-O. I usually recommend that you don't start off too aggressively. Because, again, you're going to get some, have some, you're likely to get some die-off, some Herxheimer response, which can be kind of difficult. So you want to go easy, just three drops of each every other day. And drink plenty of water. Make sure you, your lymph system is cleansed with plenty of hydration, especially when you're taking these drops. This is three drops of each, just once a day, every other day. And you got to gradually increase. Just just use your own better judgment about how to increase it. Maximum dose is about 15 drops three times a day. You don't have to go that high. I think you need to do three drops once a day every other day. Then you need to double it after a couple weeks. Six drops every other day, once a day. Then probably go to 12 drops once a day, every other day. I think that's more than enough. Also, depending on your joints, a lot of folks contend with Lyme disease, have Lyme disease consume their synovial fluid and their collagen. So connective tissue gets gobbled up by the spirochete, which is one of the manifestations, one of the reasons for the manifestations of rheumatoid arthritis symptoms. The joints get ravaged because the the protein in between the joints, the connective tissue, the synovial fluid, the buffering agents in between our joints, gets gobbled up by these spirochetes. So there's a good product. NeoCell, N-E-O-C-E-L-L, NeoCell collagen, NeoCell collagen. And they make capsules, they make powder, they make liquid. You got to get the liquid. Two tablespoons per day. That's that's only again if your Lyme symptoms are joint oriented. If you're among your worst symptoms, or rheumatoid arthritic arthritic type symptoms, 
osteoarthritis kind of kind of symptoms. Then you definitely want to use the neosyl collagen two tablespoons a day. Get the liquid, not the powder, not the capsule. That's very important. Also, there's a really good product made by Gaia, G-A-I-A, Gaia. Gaia makes oregano oil capsules, 231 milligrams. That's your natural antibiotic, if you will. Those are 231 milligrams. I'd say if you've got a real bad case of Lyme disease, you want to take at least four a day, so two capsules twice. Gaia, G-A-I-A. Oregano oil capsules, oregano capsules, 231 milligrams, four a day. And there's something that I do recommend you take with that. There's a nerve called andrographis, A-N-D-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-I-S, andrographis. You can simply think of it as cold care. If you spell the word cold care with a pair of Ks, K-O-L-D-K-A-R-E, cold care. Those are 300 milligram capsules of andrographis. Andrographis is antiviral, antibacterial. It's pretty strong stuff, pretty effective. You look for it again, is is the brand that's called Cold Care, K-O-L-D-K-A-R-E, Cold Care. I recommend that you take four capsules, four tablets per day. And they don't taste good, so don't leave them in your mouth very long. They're pretty rugged tasting, I can tell you that. They seem like they would kill anything, including you if you left them in your mouth too long. Uh, but they were, they're profoundly effective, so they're, they're worth a little bit of discomfort taste-wise. But just shoot them down the hatch and don't, don't leave them in your mouth very long. That, that's a warning. I also think that it's important to think in terms of using some, some immune-enhancing agents. Not just, you know, we've used, we, we recommended things to kill the spirochetes, to kill the co-infection. I think it's important also to make sure you take something to, to boost your immune system in general, so a good immune booster. Um, there's a lot of research that's indicated that Japanese knotweed, Japanese knotweed is very effective. Not, the not, knotweed root is very effective at recovering from Lyme disease. And resveratrol, of course, is super for the immune system, a great immune enhancer. But you can actually kill two birds with one stone because there's a product actually called Reservage, R-E-S-E-R-B-A-G-E, R-E-S-E-R-B-A-G-E, Reservage. The reason I like the Reservage is because it's both resveratrol and Japanese knotweed. So it's kind of good that it has both agents combined and, and within its capsules. So I think that's a great supplement. Because again, it helps you to, to kill Lyme spirochetes at the same time boost immunity. It's a great way to go. Those are 150 milligram tablets. Just take them as directed. I think it's two capsules a day. Two to three a day. Just take it as directed. So again, if you have rashes, fatigue, achy, stiff, swollen joints, headache, dizziness, night sweats, insomnia, cognitive decline, photophobia, balance and coordination problems, heart symptoms, mood changes, and you haven't been diagnosed with Lyme disease, you might want to make sure that you are working with somebody who's 
Blind literate. That's a term that's used in the field. Blind literate, because most doctors say are not blind literate. In fact, one third of all medical doctors, orthodoxy speaking, orthodox doctors don't don't acknowledge blind disease at all. So you want to make sure you get somebody who's blind literate. That's extremely important. But we're talking about something that actually has the ability to mimic Parkinson's disease, to mimic Alzheimer's, to mimic dementia, to mimic ALS. I mean, I've had 20-year-old people in my office, 20-year-olds, that, that, that behave like 65 and 75-year-olds. They just, their cognitive decline is profound. Cognitive dysfunction is incredible. Their, their body aches, their pain. There's one... 25-year-old girl, and I, her, her father was from the House of Commons up in Canada. And he contacted me, asked if he could bring her down to see me. Brought her down to a local motel, South Shore. I had to actually go see her at the bedside. 25-year-old girl who was completely crippled. She, she was vegetative is the only word I can use. It was a pretty sad situation. We did get her back. She she did recover. But it's it's such a disabling condition. It's nothing to laugh at. It's profoundly disabling. And there's a number it does a number on life quality. No question about it. Both physically, mentally, emotionally. All right, it's break time here. We're gonna make sure we uh, get on time for break. My name is Mark Nicole. You're listening to the Natural House Show heard only on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday nights at eight o'clock. We're going to take a short little break. Be right back. Stay tuned. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It says to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine.
Hey, welcome back. Great to have you join us this evening. This hour goes by so fast, so incredibly fast. Anyway, we hope you're well. We hope you're not suffering from Lyme disease. We hope that nobody in your world is anywhere near a hint of this stuff. But in the event that somebody you know or somebody you love or yourself find you're con- contesting with Lyme disease, we, we're trying to give you some information on how you can fight the good fight. One of the things I failed to mention is um, I mentioned at one point that some folks actually suffer from borreliosis, neuroborreliosis. Neuroborreliosis is just like it sounds. It's, it's neurological. And again, we keep saying you can mimic bar Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, dementia, ALS. Just, again, there's some experts that believe that Many people who suffer from ALS, many people who suffer from dementia, many people who suffer from Alzheimer's, many people who suffer from MS, many, many people who suffer from Parkinson's who are diagnosed with those classic diseases don't, in fact, have those diseases, but rather have Lyme disease that's manifesting as those. And I mentioned earlier there's anywhere from 150 to 350 diseases and health conditions that are mimicked by Lyme disease. So but we're not... We're not on top of our game here, so to speak, with Lyme disease. We're not anywhere near on top of our game. We're, we've not made it a priority. But anyway, back to my original point here. It's important that understand that dopamine levels in the brain are lowered radically by Lyme disease. In fact, there's studies that indicate that Lyme disease has the potential to antagonize dopamine receptors in these centers in such a way as to increase dopamine resistance in the brain. So if dopamine resistance is engaged in your brain, you're going to basically manifest with balance problems, with Parkinson's-like symptoms, MS-like symptoms, neurodegenerative conditions. There is a product for those of you who are suffering from neurological Lyme and have those symptoms manifesting. Again, if you need dopamine, there's something called AFI DOPA 400. AFI, A, F is in Frank, I is in Isidore. AFI DOPA 400. I think you want to think about taking six a day. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I read somewhere not too long ago that they need to be taken late at night. So you want to take three after dinner and three before bed. That's what I recommend. It's AFI, DOPA 400, six a day. That's, that's if you're suffering from neural Lyme, if your symptoms are profoundly neurological, and that, that's something you want to consider adding to your protocols. But again, I think that for all intents and purposes, if your diet is strict, and you're at least using the Nutrimedics supplements we mentioned, along with the Baluki lumbrokinase, 20 milligrams two times a day. I think you'll make great headway. And I'm sure of it. I'm convinced that those are solid recommendations. But since again, we're not dealing with something here that we need to stop at. This is very serious business. We, we mentioned at the outset of the broadcast, the World Health Organization reporting that infectious disease is killing 70 million people per year. And again, we're talking about the great imitator. 
It's here from 150 to 300 conditions and diseases mimicked by, by Lyme disease. 300,000 diagnoses per year, and the number is growing. We said that's 25,000 a month, 822 per day. So we're not getting ahead of this problem. We need to spend more time focusing on it. We need to learn more about it. We need to expand our research areas. We need to focus more on learning the, the wherefore and the wherefore and the specifics of Lyme disease. We're talking about everything from physical symptoms that, that are horrible to depression to anxiety. And if any of you are suffering from Lyme, I don't need to tell you that. Pretty serious business. It's just heart block alone is incredible. Think about that. I mean, the fact that we're talking about something that can actually create cardiac problems, atrial ventricular blockage, blockage of your heart. That's pretty serious stuff. Again, a lot of these people being diagnosed with heart disease. And a lot of the medical doctors don't even acknowledge Lyme disease, so we're not we're not fighting the real we're not fighting against the real culprit. We're not diagnosing the core, the root, the root system. Meningitis, encephalitis, pretty serious stuff. Brain swelling, blocked heart. So once again, we're talking about conditions that are pretty pretty dramatic. And I think we need to get our game together. We need to, we need to, as a public, we need to learn more about this condition so that we can actually push on the medical people to spend more time on our behalf, doing their research, coming up with better solutions, coming up with ways to focus on the problem that desperately needs our attention. All right, it's the top of the hour. It's about that time now. I just want to make sure I invite you all back each and every Sunday night. My name is Mark Nicole. You listen to the Natural Health Show. I wish everybody once again, all the moms and Mr. Moms out there, happy Mother's Day. God bless you all. Until next Sunday at 8 o'clock, this is Mark Nicole reminding you all. Please be wise, be aware, be well. Make it a healthy week. Good night. Not the man.